Welcome to Eyes West, the podcast for movers looking for a new place to live in the American West and the best connections to get it done. This is your host, Dick Crawford, and I want to certainly welcome you to Eyes West. Recently, we posted episode number 50 with Molly Friedrich of Austin, Texas, and it was quite an event because uh, 50 episodes in, uh, we just never thought we'd be here, and it's so so gratifying to have all those guests talking to us about different places to live across the West. This month also marks the one-year anniversary of the podcast. We started up in late October of 2020, just eight months into the pandemic, with no idea it would continue as it has, the pandemic or the podcast. Uh, The original intent of the podcast was for you, the listeners, to have a catalog of agents in all parts of the West and and to understand how well-connected I am to them and to a well-connected network of professional agents. So if you wish to leave California or, for that matter, any state in which you live, you are just two to three people removed from an awesome agent who works wherever you wish to live in the American West. And the agents on this podcast, of course, know other great agents in their region who can help you in nearby counties or towns. And no one could have predicted the effect that the pandemic would have throughout our world from well-documented local mandates to international supply chain challenges and, of course, to the incredible horrific number of deaths. It has truly elevated the quality of life question in all of us. And the ripples and fallout have certainly put their mark on real estate. The enormous changes in, in how we work, where we work, whether we even want to work anymore. All of these have fueled the remote work environment, the transition to self-employment, and the decision of many to retire and pursue life at a completely different level. So throughout the West, there's this juggernaut of activity as people make these life-changing moves. The best thing they can do, of course, is hook up with a professional in the area who can give them insight, perspective, and good advice about living in that area. And that, of course, is the resource of Eyes West. It's a chance to interview uh, my hand-picked guests who are the cream of the crop as agents and people. You won't learn everything about them or the area in 30 minutes, but you will hear how they work and how they understand their local market. And most importantly, you'll learn how they will treat you during the entire process. And, and that's the magic. It's a relationship with an agent that you want. You really want to make sure you feel comfortable with them and know that they are competent. So suffice it to say, it's just far easier to find a match for you if you listen to how they speak and answer my questions and interact with me on the podcast. I'm involved, of course, to be sure they speak to what's important. Uh, So contact me if you want a formal introduction to any of them. Speaking of what's important, let's take a few minutes and review the big three ingredients to the real estate market. Supply, demand, and consumer confidence. Now in California, and more so in Southern California, there's a lot of things going on, of course. In the realm of construction, builders are being very cautious, of course. They're spooked by supply chain and labor issues, so they're going at it in a fairly slow manner. Of course, in Southern California, there's not a whole lot of land available either, so that makes it quite difficult to build. As a result, single-family residence building is up, but it's flat with 2019. So it's up over last year, but it's flat with 2019. 
and it's still anemic compared to the demand. I mean, it's, we have not had decent construction numbers for years, and we are definitely falling behind in our housing units, just like the rest of the country. So single-family residence building is having a tough time, and multifamily housing is in a similar situation. And it'll take, people say, between two and four years to get a full head of steam in both categories as we you know, try to get things going again. Uh, even though the current uh, demographics and interest rates would support a lot more construction today, it's just going to take two to three, four years. And that's a long time in consumer-driven America, to be sure. And it may not come to Southern California for many years. We just don't have the land, let alone the building supplies and labor and, and permits and, and government bureaucracy and things like that holding us back. We just don't have the land. So it's the push into the desert that has been slowly coming on board over the last decade or so, uh, pushing out into areas that have never even been considered for building because they've been outside the, the metro or they've you know been away from services and it's, it takes so long to develop an area, not just building houses. But now we're seeing the push out to the desert and that's going to open up all kinds of possibilities if it continues. Uh, of course, water concerns notwithstanding. So if construction starts remain weak, then home prices will rise and more people, of course, are going to consider moving out of state because they can't afford it. And that's kind of a dull statement, but that's where we are right now. In Orange County, inventory of available homes is at a critical level. We typically have 6,000 homes at November 1st, uh, 6,000 homes available for sale. But it's now at a mere 1,800. That's just very, very low, and it probably will drop to perhaps something in the 1500 range before the end of the year. And that's absolutely ridiculous, ridiculously low. Will more come online in early 2022? We just don't know. Um, certainly not from construction. Will more people make the uh, decision to move? Perhaps, perhaps not. And who knows what prices are going to do under either of those scenarios. So we've got a construction issue, we've got an overall hesitancy to move issue, and all of that is creating, of course, a lot less supply than we need. So that's the recap of supply in California and Southern California in particular. What about demand? Will it ever slow down? And when? Demand circulates around life events. Just imagine a brand new family, Somebody gets a great job, somebody gets a promotion, uh, somebody has kids, has triplets, uh, somebody gets divorced, somebody retires. There's all kinds of different life events that will precipitate the need for, for a different house, if not a new house. So that's what demand is based on traditionally. People don't necessarily sell their home just because it's worth a whole lot of money because they realize they're going to have to wake up tomorrow as a buyer. So demand is more based on life events than it is on just the equity in the home. Now, on the demographic side of those life events, we've got millennials, as I mentioned, moving out of the house because they got a job, getting a, a promotion, or getting married, or having kids. The millennials are, one of the, are, I believe, the largest home-buying block we've ever seen, and they are on the move in their 30s now. So that's a huge demographic driving demand. Of course, the, the uh, climate in Southern California creates a little bit of demand, or it, it directs the demand, maybe is a better way to say it. And the work from home push, 
which has been facilitated by technology and the acceptance culturally for working from home. So you've got the demographics, you've got the climate, and you've got the work from home push. All of those things are creating a little bit of, of demand or facilitating the, the demand in and throughout California. And in fact, Northern California is moving to Southern California in many, many cases. Uh, they certainly want bigger homes, but they're moving out of the, the Bay Area, and that's a whole other conversation. But they want bigger homes. Uh, they want the um, same time zone, and they want the same climate. So they're moving to L.A., Orange County, and San Diego counties. So there's this dance going on, and, and uh, Econ 101, lesson of economics from the first lemonade stand you ever operated all the way up to um, the house you're trying to buy, supply and demand really drives the day. Number three, though, is consumer confidence. And I believe that this is the glue that puts supply and demand together and makes it work, regardless of some of the other factors working against it. Consumer confidence is the confidence in the economy and various other categories of life in general. So do I have the confidence in various aspects of my life to actually make this move? I've got a life event that just happened, but do I have the confidence to act on it? You can imagine all the different things that go into consumer confidence. So if you've got the confidence of interest rates, income levels, job stability, things like that, if those things are giving you confidence, then you're more likely to push ahead and make that change in housing. In general, the economy is getting better. I don't think there's too much argument with that, although there are some for whom it's not getting better. But among the home buying portion of the population, if I may use that term, it is getting better. But with it is going to come some inflation and some increased taxes and things like that. So it's a mixed bag. It's uh, some good and some bad, and it's going to sort itself out differently with different people. Now, mortgage rates certainly play a huge part of this confidence thing because you've got to have the confidence with your income that you're going to be able to pay the mortgage each month, and certainly your lender wants that confidence. Well, mortgage rates just crossed the 3% mark average in the U.S., and it's kind of vacillating, high twos, low threes, and some say it's going to rise to 3.3 3 in 2022, and some say 3.4, 3.7, even 4.0. So a lot of people are suggesting that interest rates will rise next year. And a lot of people are saying it's going to rise quickly. Some say not. And of course, that means buying power is going to go down with those interest rates. It's all conjecture at this point, but the question remains, how fast will rates go up and what effect on consumer confidence will they have? And that, of course, all translates into demand. All right, so that's enough about the big three, supply, demand, and consumer confidence. What's with this so-called California exodus? What is going on there? Well, it's not really an exodus, if you will, which is a huge movement. It's more like 211,000 people net-net loss out of California in 2020. So 211,000 on a base of 39 or 40 million, that's, that's okay. <laughs> Traffic might even get a little bit a little bit better, but not really because that's not enough people to make a difference and even in the traffic. But with high taxes and high cost of living and for some people the politics, California is shedding people. It's not at an alarming rate. 
211 is not at an alarming rate, and there's no evidence of a long-term exodus. And I've read study after study after study, and they're just saying that there's no evidence of a long-term exodus or even a long-term uptick that we've just experienced. We did in California, we lost a congressional seat, but again, it's not an exodus. Nobody pulled the plug on California. And another interesting statistic is most moves in California are still within the state. 80 plus percent, a little over 80 percent of people who move in California move within the state. And that is within historical norms. So it's not completely out of the ordinary. So the higher cost of housing, the higher cost of living, taxes, general politics, all of those are reasons that most cite for, for leaving where they live, if not leaving the state. Now, those who are coming into the state from other states have a higher income and higher education, and they are of employment age rather than being retirees. So those people who are coming into California who are offsetting the ones who are leaving typically have, apparently, they have a higher, um, higher income and higher education and a, a lower age, which is all very, very good for the future of the state. So I'm not too concerned about that either. One thing to talk about, though, is the distribution of people, uh, distribution of those movers. It has changed a bit with more people choosing suburbs and rural counties within the state. So within California, I mentioned people coming down from the Bay Area down to Southern California. But there's also people choosing suburbs and rural counties that are in the Sierras. And many of those counties in the Sierras from um, north and south of Lake Tahoe. And of course, rural places in other states are receiving people who are moving out of California. So when those people do leave California, they overwhelmingly choose other western states over any other state. And you can look at the studies, it's amazing, like the top seven out of nine states that people move to from California are other states in the west. And we will include Texas in that group of western states because Texas is receiving more Californians than any other state. And Texas is, for all intents and purposes, it's a state of the, of the west. So churning continues because of so many factors. The supply, demand, consumer confidence. The end of the pandemic isn't going to change that. That like the migration trends of the past, people will continue to leave California and others will arrive. And all will need a solid real estate agent to handle the home sale where they are and purchase where they're headed. So regardless of where you live now, stay close to a top drawer realtor. If you need one to help you find a home somewhere else, there's a good chance that realtor can hook you up. And if they can't, someone in the Eyes West network certainly can. Otherwise, contact me, Dick Crawford, and I will jump all over it for you. I'll be happy to hook you up. So that's it for now. Stay close to your local realtor and listen to other episodes of the Eyes West podcast to hear about life in other states and how my guest realtors can help you relocate. Now, whenever searching for Eyes West as a podcast or anywhere on the net, be sure to enter it as one word. Our Facebook page is called Eyes West Podcast, and you can find all the episodes there or at your favorite podcast provider. To learn more about me, you can Google me as Dick Crawford Realtor. I'm always available for your real estate needs here in North Orange County, California. And I have trustworthy colleagues throughout California who can help in areas outside my expertise. And of course, I've got people throughout the West who can help you land on both feet.
I can be reached at dcrawford at dickcrawford.com. That's the letter D, C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D, at dickcrawford.com. Or you can call me 714-343-5735. And of course, text me, but give me a call. would love to hear your voice. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, be good, be well, and be safe.